0: My name's Cecil, for those that don't know me. And I've got the honor of uh, continuing the series that we've been doing on the 10 Commandments. I'm gonna start off with, uh, with a few questions. How many of us like a good holiday? Okay. <laughs> Not a lot, but there's enough people who like a good holiday. <laughs> that's, that's all right. <laughs> Okay, if God came today and says, you know what, you can have as much holiday as you want, how much holiday would you get? An eternity. I like that. I don't know about you, but I get, I've, I've, I've spoke to people who've actually gone on holiday, come back, and they're like, you know what, I need a holiday. <laughs> I need a holiday from going on holiday. The other day, it happened, actually. I was speaking to someone who's just come back on, from holiday, And I say, I bet you you feel like you need another holiday. They were like, yeah, actually, I feel like I need another holiday. But life's like that sometimes. And sometimes we've got to ask ourselves, is it actually a holiday I need? But how many of us like a holy day? And I think this morning we're going to look at that, because sometimes we think... We want a holiday, but it is actually a holy day that we want. It's actually a holy, da- a holy day that we're after. And as we continue with the Ten Commandments, you know, we're going to look at the fourth commandment uh, this, this morning. And I've titled this message, A Holiday or a Holy Day. Because mm. God said this in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 to 11. It says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not work, you, your sons, all your daughters, all your male servants, all female servants, all your livestock, all their sojourner who's within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that's in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Amen. I like that. It's the word of the Lord. <laughs> so what is the Sabbath? The Bible tells us that it is a day of rest. That's why we just said there. it is a day of rest. But also it says it is a day... It's the Sabbath day to the Lord. So it is a day dedicated to the Lord. You know. If we go back to Genesis chapter 2, actually, it says that on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work then he, that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because of it, God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. You know. So the Sabbath is a Sabbath to the Lord. It is a day of rest. It is a day that we dedicate to the Lord. Now, I don't know how everyone's weeks like or everyone's month is like. With me, I get my rota way in advance. And because I do long days, I work 15 days in a month. And I've got the rest of the 15 days to do whatever I want to do. And in that, what I started to do before was I look at all the days that I'm free, and I start to kind of put stuff in there. I'm going to do this there, I'm going to do this there, I'm going to do this there. Until May this year, then I thought, you know what, in June, I'll try and leave it blank. And then, come June, everything was all filled in. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And then July, I found out that I was talking about the Sabbath. And at that time, God spoke to me and said, you know what, you're filling up all your days. You're not actually purposely filling up days to kind of say, I'm going to spend this time with the Lord. I'm going to spend this time with the Lord. Everything else that I wanted to do, I'd fill up. And sometimes, like April and May were busy for me, it's because I just put stuff in there. But when we go back to Scripture in Exodus chapter 20, Scripture actually starts with God saying, Remember. And for God to say, remember, I believe it's because it's something that's important. Basically, he's saying, do not forget. I don't know if it was the same with, uh, with everyone else. You know, when you were young and you're going to school, and whoever's helping you prepare, they're like, oh, remember to take your jumper. Remember to take this and that. Remember to take you know, your lunch. It's because people knew that it was important. It was stuff that we needed. And God knew that we need, and he knows now that we need the Sabbath. And he starts here by saying, you know what, remember, do not forget. And he also says, you know what, it is a day that God set apart and made holy. And God is asking us to keep the Sabbath holy as well. But how do we keep the Sabbath holy? I believe we keep the Sabbath holy by dedicating it to the Lord, dedicating it in worship to the Lord. You know. I believe we keep the Sabbath holy by actually praying and say, devoting to prayer. And I'm not saying the kind of prayer where, you know, because we, we, we probably all do it, or majority of us, we do that, where we're in that routine. In the morning, I'm going to wake up, I'll do my quiet time, I'll pray, and in the evening, I'll do the same. But on the Sabbath day, it's time where we can actually devote to prayer purposely, intentionally, go to God and say, you know what, God, I'll do this. Whether it's, it's, it's if you like to walk, for instance, you can say, you know what, I'm going to go on a prayer walk. I'll spend maybe an hour walking in that and praying to God. It's a day when we do activities that will get us closer to God. And sometimes it's just fellowship, you know, fellowship with other believers. We're having a barbecue today, for instance, you know, but if, let's say, we didn't have a barbecue, you can go home and say, you know what, I'm gonna invite this person, we're gonna have lunch, we're gonna talk, you know, we're gonna have fellowship. Because, you know, as we have fellowship with other people, we're growing in our, in, in our relationship with God as well. Because, you know, in that time, we can talk about God, we can talk, we can share what God's doing in each other's lives. So it's something that gets us closer to God, you know. It's not a day that, you know, I can just go back home and say, you know what, I'm gonna sit on the sofa and then I'll watch all the box sets. Whatever I did not watch in, that in this week, I'll make sure I watch it on a Sunday. You know? It's easy to do that, but how does sitting down and watching boxes actually uh, help us to, 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 to follow the Sabbath, to make the Sabbath holy? You know? That does not help us. But God told us to do that, so commanded us to do that, because it's something that was important, something that was going to benefit us, and it's still going to benefit us today. And that's why God saved us. Uh, God said that. And the Bible tells us that, you know, God blessed the Sabbath. God blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. God made it a source of blessing for, for us when he blessed it. And one of the blessings is for us to rest, you know, for us to actually rest physically because our lives are very, can get hectic. And through what we do every day. I don't know about you, but I get tired sometimes. Maybe there's people that don't get tired, but I get tired with what I do every single day. You know, Sometimes I just need to kind of just, you know what, I need to wind down. I need time to just chill out and, and rest. You know? And we can use the Sabbath day to actually rest. A day when we can just actually wind down and not do anything to get that physical rest. You know? And it says in, in Exodus 20 verse 10, you know, part of it says, on that day, you shall not do any work. You, your sons, your daughters, or your male servants, or your female servants, your livestock and the sojourner who is within your gates. You know? God says that because God knows how much we need rest. You know? How many of us can actually go for weeks and weeks and weeks without actually resting? I'm sure we're going to burn out if we do that. You know? We're going to burn out if we did that. I remember there's a time in my life when... I was working with furniture and we used to uh, feed a shop. We restore furniture and furniture goes in the shop, they sell the furniture. And the thing is, the shop was very busy at times and the busiest time was a Saturday. And at that time, if it's busy on a Saturday, on a, on a Monday, the shop will look like it's a bit empty. So I thought to myself, you know what? How can I actually get to a point where we're feeding the shop constant? I'll just work on a Sunday after church and I started to do that. So basically, I was working Monday to Friday, and I would go in very early, finish very late. On a Saturday, I would try and finish maybe half day if I can, and on a Sunday after church, straight, I'm going there restoring furniture so that there's at least a bit of furniture on a Monday. And I started to to feel, I started to burn out. Slowly, I started to burn out. But, you know, I just thought, I'm doing it, I'm doing a great job, you know, everything is fine. But as I did all of that, guess what? My quiet time in the morning became a tick in the box. My prayers in the morning became a tick in the box. My prayers in the evening became a tick in the box. Church on Sunday became a tick in the box because all I was focused on was work, 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 and more work. And there was a day when I was working and I thought, People are not pulling their weight. What am I gonna do to motivate them? What am I gonna do? But instead of actually encouraging them, I ended up raising my voice and shouting, you know, and trying to tell people what to do. And my pastor just walked in at that time, and then my pastor walked in at that time, and because he ran the whole thing, and he says, "Everything all right?" I was like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, everything is all right." But you know what? Things were not all right. But that's what happens when we get tired. When we get tired, we easily get frustrated. When we get tired, we can get frustrated with our kids. Our kids will come to us and say, you know what, uh, I need maybe I need a cup of tea or I need a drink or something like that. And we're like, you know what, no, nah, not now, I'm tired. And sometimes we wonder where they get their attitude from. We can, get t- we can get frustrated with our, with our spouses. You know, they come back from work, they find us at home, and they, you know, they're asking us for something, or they want to share what has happened at work. And it, at that time, instead of us listening to them, we're like, not now, because I'm tired. And we're wondering why they're going to share things with other people. We can get frustrated with our work colleagues as well when we're at work, and we're wondering why there's so much gossip in our workplaces. But, you know, sometimes it comes from a place where we're actually tired. And the one thing is, when we're tired, sometimes we do not hear God clearly. You know? The guidance that we need, the wisdom that we need for us to go from day to day, you know, we don't hear what God is saying because we are actually tired. You know? And I found myself in that place where I was actually tired, and I couldn't hear what God was saying. I didn't know what to do, and the only way things could come out was me through shouting, shouting whatever I shouted. And the Bible tells us, actually, uh, if we need rest, you know, the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 11, it says, these are Jesus' words. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, you know we need to come to God if we want to find that rest because Jesus is our source of rest. Jesus is our source of rest. He's that peace that we need in that times. He's that joy that we need in them times. You know, we need to come to Jesus. These are not just words. This is actually what Jesus was saying because he knows where we are, where we can get as well in our hearts, you know. So, what happened with me after that was we went for lunch after the whole drama thing that I uh, uh, did. And then we went for lunch. And afterwards, my pastor actually pulled me for a bit, you know, and says, what has God, what, uh, basically, I thought he meant that, what have you learned from that? But he says, what's God saying you in this? I says, I'm gonna apologize. But you know what? I only said I was gonna apologize because that's what I know, you know. It's not what God was saying to me. That is what I knew to do. A lot of us know to apologize when we do something wrong, you know. But bottom line is, I wasn't getting fed spiritually. Bottom line is, I wasn't hearing God. I wasn't listening to God. And the Sabbath day is a a day when we can spend time with God and listen to what God is saying to us. It's a day when we can spend time with God and actually get that spiritual replenishment. It's a time when we can actually spend time with God and get to know God. It's a time we can spend. It's a day when we can spend time with God, so God can impart His uh, His wisdom into our hearts, so that no matter how much people are going to cross our line, no matter how much people are going to go against the grain, against what we believe, we can actually turn the other cheek and say, you know what? Uh, hit the other cheek as well. It's a time when we can actually. Allow God's grace to come out of us. You know, if God's going to pour out his grace in us, you know, when people go against what we believe or what we're saying, it's actually all they're going to see is God's grace come out of us. It's God's love, actually, that's going to come out of us. Because you know what? We've spent time with God, and God has actually downloaded his grace, his mercy, his love, his patience. He's downloaded all of that in us, and that it comes out when people actually wrong us. And that's what happens when we spend time with God. When we spend time with God, no matter how much a situation looks hopeless, we find hope in that. Because the Bible tells us God, Jesus is our living hope. When we spend time with God, we can stand and say, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna, I, can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And actually, not just say it, we say it and believe it. Why? Because we spend time with God. We know God and we can hear God clearly. We can actually say, you know what, I consider this pure joy no matter how tough a situation is because we believe the word of God. The word of God has actually done a work in our hearts and we can actually say, you know what, I consider this pure joy no matter how tough a situation looks like. When we spend time with God, You know, we're allowing the Holy Spirit to empower us. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to equip us. We can get to a situation and say, you know what, things that people think are impossible to us, they seem like they are possible or they are possible. Because you know what, we do not trust in ourselves, we trust in Jesus. We trust in Jesus to sort things out. But it comes from that time, when we spend time with Jesus, when we spend time uh, with God on the Sabbath. But when we don't spend time with God, we don't see all of them things, you know. When things get tough, we want to bury our head in the sand, you know? I've been there in a situation where things get tough, I want to bury my, my head in the sand, you know. When things get tough, we want to we shout at everyone. We want to scream. We're raising our voices, you know. We're raising our voices sometimes because of, of our insecurities. But when we spend time with God, God is saying, you know what, you're my son. You're my daughter. You know, I've adopted you as my own. You know, we believe things like that. When things get tough sometimes, if we haven't been uh, spending time with God, we get anxious easily. And I understand, you know, people do struggle with anxiety on the whole and all of that, and it would be good if we can pray for anxiety at the end. But sometimes, you know, it's not even because we struggle with anxiety. It's just because we're stuck in a hopeless situation and we're just getting anxious because we do not know what to do. But if we were spending time with God, we can actually go to prayer. Because the Bible tells us, you know, to pray in them times. Do not be anxious about anything, you know. But in prayer and supplication, present your request to God. That's what the Bible says to us, And in those times, if we were actually spending time with God, I'm not saying we're going to go straight away to prayer, because sometimes it's difficult to do that. But we find it a lot easier to actually get to prayer before we even start to get anxious. Because that day when I went back to work, we started working after lunch, and I went and apologized to everyone else, you know, spoke to them and everything, and I apologized. And uh, I sat sat there working and working and working, and I was thinking, you know, what is actually God speaking to me about? Because that's the question I got asked. And it took some time before I realized, you know what, I'm actually not hearing what God is saying, because I am not spending time with him. And that's when the penny dropped, you know. All my actions came because I'm not actually getting anything from God. God's there speaking to me, but it's like I'm deaf because I'm not spending time with him. So God was speaking to me, and in that moment, God says, You need to start spending time with me. You need to start spending more time with me. Because you think about, I'm sure some people have heard this. You look at an orange, you cut an orange and you squeeze it, what do you get? orange juice, yeah, but it's the same with us, you know, we can go through difficult times today, if we go through them difficult times, if we've been spending time with God, and we get through, we, we, we go through that pressure, that pressure, guess what's going to come out of us, it's whatever it is that God has put in us, you know, God's love's going to come out of us, God's peace is going to come out of us. God's grace is going to come out of us because we've been spending time with God, and if we haven't been spending time with God, maybe we're just chilling. If it, if it's someone like me and I haven't been spending time with God, all I'm doing is looking at my, my Sky Sport app and watching football all day. Guess what's going to come out if I'm squeezing that pressure? I'll be I'll start acting like a day when Man United have lost a game. That's the way I'm going to start acting. Not Liverpool, no. They lose all the time nowadays. (laughs) But that's that's the way I'm going to start acting. But if I've spent time with God, no matter how much pressure I get, yeah, sometimes I get frustrated and all of that, but in my frustration, I can actually bless someone. In my frustration, I can pray. In my frustration, I can seek help from other believers, you know, because I've been spending time with God. And I'm not saying that once we spend time with God and that's it, all our problems are gone. When we spend time with God, it sets us up to do better. Yeah, one day we're going to sort one problem out and then next day it could be another problem and we have to learn how to deal with that, you know. And Jesus said when it comes to the Sabbath, Jesus said this, he says the Sabbath wasn't made to meet uh, the needs of the people. The Sabbath was made to, make, to meet the needs for the people, not the people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. The Sabbath is there to bless us. The Sabbath is there for us really to get our blessing. Let us not look at it like a day when we can just go and chill out and just you know relax. Yeah, we can do all of that, but we need time where we can spend with God. That quality time, because nowadays. Maybe it's just me or people that I know, but sometimes we treat God the way we would treat a fast uh, drive through McDonald's or a Starbucks. Yeah, I'm struggling today, God, I'm just going to swing by a quick prayer, and then I'm out, I'm gone. Because that's what we do nowadays. You're thirsty, you're driving, you just go to your Starbucks, grab a coffee, and you're gone. You're hungry or you're a bit peckish, go grab something from McDonald's or KFC or something, and you're gone. But you know what? On that Sabbath day we We should not treat God like that. there it be a time when we're going to spend quality time with God. Go to God and spend quality time with God. But it all starts with a relationship with Jesus. We need a relationship with Jesus as well. Because I can understand for some people, they might think, what's this all about? God wants speak to our hearts, God wants to transform us, God wants to bring breakthrough into our hearts, like we heard when Christian came up, you know, he spoke about that breakthrough, because every single day I believe we need breakthrough of some sort in our lives, you know. And, you know, God has saved us for a lot, for so much more, uh, from a lot, for so much more. And it was the same like he, when, he, when he delivered the Israelites from, uh, from Egypt, God saved them for a lot. And when God saved them, he commanded them this. He says, this was, this was after he had given the Ten Commandments and all of that. Uh, he, he was reminding, us, uh, reminding them this. He says, you shall remember that you were slaves in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath. God knew and God knows, you know, that we need the Sabbath. You know. But it all starts with that relationship with Jesus. And if you do not know Jesus today, you know, speak to someone. Speak to someone in this church or, you know, someone who's a Christian, someone who knows Jesus. Let them just, you know, explain that, what it's like, you know, to have that relationship. If I have to talk from my own experience, there's a lot that I can share, how God has set me free, how God has actually delivered me, you know, and all of that. But speak to someone, because we're going to have an opportunity to respond as well today. Just think about what Jesus can bring to our lives. God saved the Israelites because he loved them so much. And God wants to save us as well, because he loves us. Whether it's first time, it's, it's salvation for the first time, or maybe we're going through something and God wants to save us from that. You know, we're going to pray uh, this morning. or is it afternoon yet? No, it's still morning. We're going to pray this morning and, you know, just think about if God's speaking to you about anything, you know, this morning, let us just allow the Holy Spirit to let us know, to, to, to speak to our hearts. But there's four things that we put uh, on there. If you do not know Christ today and you've heard about Christ, maybe you want to have that relationship with God, the relationship that maybe you want that freedom in your hearts, that freedom that only Jesus can bring into our hearts. Maybe you want... to experience that supernatural uh, strength, that supernatural peace, that supernatural joy that only God can give us. We're going to pray for those that don't know Christ. Maybe people can have that encounter with Christ. But also, maybe we're struggling to keep the Sabbath because of the busyness of life. If maybe we're busy, we're struggling, could be maybe we're just struggling to plan things you know, so that we can actually spend time with God. Because this morning, as I was in prayer, actually, I, it was something that just came up. As if other people, some of us, we can be like, people don't know what I'm going through. People say I can keep the we gotta keep the Sabbath, but people don't know what I'm going through. But the truth is, Jesus knows what we're going through. And that commandment, if Jesus thought we could not do it, who'd have changed it? Kind of say, actually, he knows. Jesus knows what we're going through, and Jesus knows He can help us, so we can actually get that spiritual replenishment. We can get the rest that we need on the Sabbath. And some of us are struggling because it's work. You know, we have to work on the Sabbath, and we have to provide. You know, but again, Jesus knows that we have to do all them things. And it'll be good to receive prayer so God can help us manage them things. God can give us wisdom to manage them things. And some of us, maybe it's like the way I can be sometimes. The Sabbath church and all of that has just become a tick in the box. All we do is, as long as I've done this, I'll go shopping on a Sunday, I'll go to church on a Sunday, you know, I'll go see this person on a Sunday, You know, I'll, I'll, I'll meet up other people on a Sunday and all of that. You know, there's things that, yeah, they're good and they'll bring us closer to God and they'll glorify God. But some of the things really, they've just become a routine and they're not actually getting us closer to God. Let us ask God to minister into our hearts, bring some of the stuff out so we can actually pray for them. Because you know? I got lost once in the whole tick in the box where Sunday I thought I was doing well, well, just rest in the morning and that's it. I'm thinking everything is all right. And then in the afternoon, my pastor would say, let's go play golf. It's a time of fellowship. It's a time of thing. But you know what? I was just getting more tired after walking for four hours on the golf course. Serious. I was getting more tired. So we're going to pray. What we're going to do is, um, as the band are coming up, we're going to pray for the first thing is for salvation. If You do not know Christ and you want Christ, you want to know more about Christ, you want the love to be filled with the love of God as well. You know, if you want Christ really to, to, uh, to give you that peace and that supernatural joy, we're gonna pray for that. But I'd like to just encourage everyone, if we could just bow our heads, please. And then, if you do not know Christ, and you want to know Christ, so maybe you've just felt like you've, you've taken a back seat, really. You, you've, you feel distant from God, and you just want to get back on track. If we could just, as I pray, if you can pray with me and just put your arms up. So, Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for, for your faithfulness, Father Lord. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're here with us. So if you can pray after me, please. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your love. Lord, I thank you that you died on that cross for me. And Lord, I come before you, Lord, and just say sorry for all my sins. And Father, you say, if we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts, that Jesus was raised from the dead, we will be saved. So Lord, we come before you, Lord, and say, Jesus, we make you king of our hearts. We thank you for the love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. If you've prayed that just put your arm up just for a sec, please. And I'm gonna pray this. God, I pray, Lord, in your mighty name, Lord, that if anyone's put their arms up, Father, that you strengthen them, that you protect them, Lord, and you be with them. Father, I pray, Lord, that they'll trust you on this journey. And we're gonna pray for those that are struggling to keep the Sabbath because of busyness or because maybe they have to provide and maybe you just just ticking the boxes. Father, we pray in your mighty name, Father, that you give us the wisdom, give us the strength and the courage, Lord, to come before you, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, for faith to rise in each and every person, Father Lord. We pray for a renewed hope and a renewed strength in everyone, Father Lord. Father, we pray for that realization, Father Lord, that the Sabbath is there to bless us, Father Lord. It's a day of rest. It's a day that we can spend time with you and get to know you more and more. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word and the truth of your word. And we pray that in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen.